I think the opportunity for, for us on the go forward and opportunity for other firms is really to take a look at, are you really performing at the highest level possible for your organization? Are you really just taking a look at yourself? Or are you really trying to hold uh, the scorecard up and be fair uh, where you may have opportunities, where you do have strengths or you know maybe where you may have some weaknesses and, and opportunity to improve? Welcome to Declaration of Independence on Agency Nation Radio, where insurance professionals turn on the mic and share unscripted stories about leadership, technology, marketing, success, and failure. Stories that helped to make them the professionals that they are today. From Main Street USA to the pages of Independent Agent Magazine. Brought to you exclusively by Agency Nation Radio. The Best Practices Program is a joint initiative between Reagan Consulting and the Big Eye that provides critical performance benchmarks based on data from a select number of agencies. This year, the Best Practices Program is celebrating its 30-year anniversary, and Scott Insurance in Lynchburg, Virginia, has been a best practice agency for the entirety of the program. Every year, we're, we're taking a look at ourselves and how we've done, and not only compared to ourselves, but also how we've maybe progressed in different categories in the Best Practices Survey. Keith Mann, COO and CFO, joined the agency in 2017, bringing with him extensive operations experience in manufacturing, retail, construction, and financial services. During his tenure, he has worked to continue the agency's tradition of strong organic growth and profitability, using the results from the best practices study to chart the agency's progress and help guide operations and sales decisions. Keith, thank you so much for joining us. You were originally a client before you joined the agency. Can you tell us about how you got started with Scott Insurance? I was in many different industries prior to coming on board at Scott Insurance, was outside of the insurance industry that whole time, um, in a financial role, CFO, controller, you know, operations management, you know, different roles in different types of companies, was in manufacturing, construction, uh, professional services, um, and, and retail actually. What really brought me into the insurance space Though I had been a buyer for for 25 years, yeah, I was a consumer. I was, uh, you know, purchasing my commercial coverages and, and benefit services uh, for 25 years. I really saw something different when I connected with Scott Insurance as a customer. It was so different that it ultimately really intrigued me. So, what about the agency? What type of business do you write, and how's the book balanced? Our sweet spot would be kind of middle market, large to uh, medium large uh, businesses throughout the US, commercial or uh, PNC practice takes up about 60% of our book of business. Uh, benefits would be about 30% and then 10% would be other things. You know, we're, we're all over the, the country as far as a, a servicing uh, agency, uh, but we do have physical offices in, in nine locations. We're based primarily in the Mid-Atlantic Southeast, headquartered in Lynchburg, Virginia. We began in 1864. so. You know, going way, way back from a history standpoint, when you look at uh, about us or uh, a history timeline about Scott Insurance, it's interesting to go all the way back to the Civil War and kind of march it forward to 2022. Um, it's amazing to work with an organization that has that that kind of a tenure. Um, our offices are, again, in the Mid-Atlantic, based in Virginia, but the offices in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. So Scott Insurance has been a best practices agency since the very beginning of the program. Why is it important to be a best practices agency? We are like most firms in that uh, we're, we're pretty good about comparing ourselves to ourselves. Again, we go way back to 1864 and you can kind of go back year over year and look at the incremental changes and in notes and in, in board meeting minutes and things like that and, and really be 
pretty matter of fact about uh, you, you know the org comparing itself to itself over a long period of time. I think the opportunity for, for us on the go forward and opportunity for other firms is really to take a look at, are you really performing at the highest level possible for your organization? Are you really just taking a look at yourself? Or are you really trying to hold uh, the scorecard up and be fair uh, where you may have opportunities, where you do have strengths, or you know maybe where you may have some weaknesses and, and opportunity to improve. So I think for us on the go forward, it's is that continued challenge to continuously improve. Um, you know, our organization. One of our values is continuous improvement, and I think one manifestation of that is every year we're we're taking a look at ourselves and how we've done, and not only compared to ourselves, but also how we've maybe progressed in different categories in the best practices survey. Awesome. So. I spoke to the best performers in each revenue category for the March issue of Independent Agent magazine, and some of them take a deep breath before they answer this question. What is the application process like for the best practices study? And what advice would you give someone who is about to start the process? Yeah, I think you know what's been helpful for us is is because we have been participating for such a long period of time um, that we've, we've really developed kind of our annual process of aggregating the data in the same way, uh, kind of organizing ourselves to have the different buckets of information ready to to upload into into the portal and and really make it a little quicker on ourselves. So we've we've been able to organize kind of the output that we needed from our agency management system to really give us what we needed to input right into the survey. So it's it is a lot. Um, I think every organization, you know, somebody sitting in my seat, for example, you've got your year end, you, you're going to go through, you know, an audit of some kind of compilation or review. Um, you may go through evaluation, um, all those different things. Uh, this is one more data point that is, it is a lot of information, but I think the um, organization is, is the main uh, piece of advice. And then it's something that, I, that you can replicate year over year. There's lots of similarities, or it seems to have been fairly similar for the last six years. Um, so you can get that, get that organized and get your process in place. And it, it really isn't as bad when you're doing it every year. Okay, so the best practices study results are broken down into various metrics, such as sales velocity, organic growth, and the rule of 20, to name a few. Which metrics do you tend to look at first or value the most? Yeah, I mean, I get that specific with you, but I do have uh, some categories that I think would be very meaningful for us as an organization. I think, you know, we are all sales organizations in this space. I think ultimately we all depend on the sales talent and the sales expertise that we would have within our organization. So, you know, really looking at um, sales metrics, organic growth, uh, sales velocity, how are we hiring new producers compared to other organizations of our size? Um, What's the weighted average producer age of our, our current production staff? And you know, do we have any opportunities for perpetuation or uh, threats for perpetuation coming up that uh, we need to be really mindful of? And are we still operating at a level that other best practices firms are within all of those categories? So I think it's been great from a sales standpoint to um, you know, just look at that velocity and see, you know, we, we feel like we're doing well are we doing as well as others in, in, in the same space? And you know what, what kind of opportunities uh, are out there for us? So talking of sales velocity, how does your agency try and improve in that area? In general terms, I think you know some of the things that we would do, would, we would set goals uh, for our producers, for our sales staff, set reward goals that uh, you know, would, would incentivize achieving a, a different level of production. And it would be a goal that a highly competitive challenger personality type uh, producer would 
want to go after to uh, compete, to prove, to really to be successful. I think incenting is great. I think um, the other you know, real strong uh, value would be just really discerning. Do you have the right people on your team? Do you get the right people? Do you get the right at-bats at the very, very front end on the production side? Again, we're, we are a sales organization. We're driven by sales and that value, it really comes down to our people and, and you have the right people on the team. Absolutely. And how has the best practice study influenced your approach to hiring? I think that um, what we have done historically um, is really looking towards perpetuation. You, I think there's one unique category that we fall into here at Scott that, that other brokers may or may not fall into. We're, we're an employee-owned organization. We're an ESOP. We're 100% ESOP. Uh, we've been an ESOP since the late 1970s, one of the first ESOPs in the U.S. Uh, you know, really came online as an ESOP when it, it first uh, became a an entity type. And uh, I think that cycle of um, of perpetuating the ESOP, perpetuating books of business, um, adding new um, team members, both on the on the operation side and also on the production side, um, it's been a vehicle that's that's tied really well. Uh, with our mission and values. And I think it ties well and shows uh, with us showing up as a best practices agency because we're all owners in the company. Um, it's neat to participate as an owner uh, at every level. I think it gives us a, a an additional set of, um, of expectations, of want, of uh, professionalism, of engagement. Uh, when somebody owns something, you know, one of our values is ownership. And I think we take it seriously. Um, if you're going to own it, you're going to try to take it to the next level, whether you're you're tracking well on the, the best practice or not, you're going to try to do better uh, because you own it and you want to be successful for yourself and for your teammates that also own the company. So when you look at the, the weighted average producer age or you're looking at, at, at operations staff, we're constantly looking and adding new talented people to our organization. And um, I think that's ultimately what benefits us in, in, in showing up fairly well. When we look at the metrics, it, it really goes back to the incoming new, uh, great talented people that make up our organization. We're really based on, you know, really good people. Awesome. And no doubt that approach helps your agency's perpetuation plan. Yeah, I think that we have the same challenges that everyone has right now. I think it's been more difficult to hire in the last two or three years than it's really ever been in the space. I know there's lots of folks that are in our industry that are going to be coming up for retirement or retiring this year even. And uh, the the inflow of new talent or folks that may be exploring the insurance space may not be as full as it, it really needs to be to fill all of the opportunities and the positions and the, uh, the retirees uh, that, that are leaving the industry. But um, I think we do a good job of really looking for uh, people that match the job descriptions of the position that we're looking to fill, uh, looking at you know personality profile, looking at uh, experience, looking at education, looking at um, trying to look and discern as close as we can to who the people are. I think we are a really old organization and, and I don't think we take too much time to uh, recruit or to discern or filter a prospective candidate. But we maybe would take more time than other organizations I would have worked with in the past. And I think that that's helpful. I think coming on board to an organization and knowing who you're going to work with a little bit in a little bit deeper level uh, on the come in versus uh, really upselling on both sides and then finding out what the real story is once you've started. It's more advantageous for us to really come in with, with our eyes wide open, have the, the folks coming in with their eyes wide open and you know landing at a pretty constructive relationship from the jump. Okay, great. Now, 
Why would you encourage another agency to try and become a best practices agency? Yeah, I think it can give you some additional exposure to opportunities that may not be as um, evident uh, on the surface. I think the industry is a pretty, you know, we're in a strong space. I think there's lots of uh, opportunity to make profit, uh, lots of opportunity to gain coverage for your expenses, but really getting into the weeds on, you know, really what, what makes up your agency, Again, how profitable are you uh, compared to your peers? How successful are you on, on the sales front? But um, you know, it, it really, I think, uncovers opportunity. I, I think that would be the main theme that I would suggest to others that may be reading or listening to this, that uh, you, know, you, you may not see some of these you know, on the surface. And um, I think just taking a deeper dive uh, can, can give you a lot of value. Right, so last question now. Obviously, you were on the client side before you joined the agency. How big of an impact does being a best practice agency have on building trust with clients? Yeah, I think as a buyer for me, I bought from many different agencies in my tenure prior to jumping over onto the, the broker side. Um, for me, um, really looking for someone that was a consultant, that was a, uh, a trusted partner, a subject matter expert. I personally feel like the best practices agency does give you some additional credibility. It's not easy. Um, I don't think it's an easy thing to achieve every year. I think it's a, a sign of, of, of doing things the right way. Not every broker that's that's out there is is designated as as such. Um, and so I do think that is it's one more thing to help validate some of your your market reception or your your net promoter score, uh, so to speak. Um, you, you can find all those other metrics and, and try to tag into those things, but it, it helps to sell. You've been listening to Declaration of Independence. I'm Will Jones, Editor-in-Chief of Independent Agent Magazine, the monthly deep dive into the IA channel, available in print and online at iamagazine.com and free to all Big Eye members. If you know of an all-star agent or agency that should be featured in Declaration of Independence, send an email to iamag at iiaba.net. Declaration of Independence is a podcast on Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice.